You are a firework. You're Baby, a firework. firework. Yeah. Come, Come on, on, show me what you're worth. Colors and your burst. colors burst. Make them go, oh, 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 uh, oh, uh, oh, oh. What's up? Huh? <laughs> feeling patriotic. Are you feeling patriotic? This is the most patriotic shirt I have here. In Lake Tahoe, I wear my eagle dress every year. That's a nice eagle you got there. But I can't, I couldn't wear it this year because, like, it's got a, it's, I'm going to Africa. <laughs> going to be in Africa. So I'm not going to have my eagle dress because it's, but the, I wore my Leonard Skinner eagle shirt instead. And I have little star earrings. See, look, I'm as patriotic look as Look at you. I was going to wear a headband, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> we're, we're a hot mess. <laughs> we can't it find all our today. patriotic stuff. We need to go. My I eyeballs need to do are dilated. Shopping. I can't find my headband. It's just, it's a weird one. I have pretzels stuck in my teeth. How's your mom? Can you see? <laughs> How's your mom? That's what you do. That's what you do? Yeah, you go, how's your mom? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, is this, a, this is a pageant thing, isn't it? My Probably. pageant girl. Probably. Me pa- like when you say bat in cave. Oh, yeah. Boogies. Oh, what did I hear the other day? Seamus, <laughs> the wrestler, said to someone their fly was down and he what did he say he said it in a really shut kid. the barn door before the cow gets out something like that <laughs> it was something you're flying low I think oh, he said you're, you're flying, flying low. low that's hilarious i think that's what it was and i was like i gotta remember that one that must be irish but shut i'm not the sure barn that it door is. before the cow gets out shut the, the barn door straight out of alabama for you so nasty i digress patriotism oh patriotism America. burgers hot apple dogs pie. apple pie fireworks I'm always going to come back to fireworks. Independence, freedom. Independence, freedom. So, you know, in Lake Tahoe last year, we couldn't do fireworks because... Fires. Uh, fires. <laughs> Very big fire season That's happening right now. So um, they did drones, but it wasn't as fun. Well, no. Things exploding in the sky is typically... I know. More exciting. What we want. I know it's not environmentally friendly, and I'm all about the environmentally friendly stuff, but you know what else drones really are loved? no fun. And some people might not like that I loved this, but back when Donald Trump was president and that one year he did the giant like parade where he like showed all of the military vehicles on 4th of July. Oh, he pulled in North Korea? It was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I loved seeing like the big tanks. Up by- <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. No, like, actually, can I tell you that- Watch the- it fly over. The 4th of July parade in Lake Tahoe in, um, well, there's, there's a bunch of them all around the lake, but there's one in our town- and it's so epic. The SWAT team comes through. Like, first, of course, like, the kids come on riding on their bikes. Yeah. Then come the old cars and the Rotary Club. And then Do you come, have the Shriners and the little mini cars? The, I Probably. I love Masons, the Masons or something, the Freemasons. Yeah. But then come our um, surviving heroes from World War II. There you go. Right? Surviving heroes from World War II and, and then Vietnam and Korea. And... Um, and then comes SWAT team, which is so fun. I just love seeing like those trucks. Like in their full gear? Like the trucks, mainly. I mean, mostly and they then, don't ever get to use that in Tahoe, so it's probably like their one chance to be like, that's true. dust it off, not a lot of it SWAT. off. Yeah. But then we have a helicopter flyover. They also have a helicopter parachute over the lake, so the so like about, I think like eight people will jump out of a helicopter and parachute into the lake. That's pretty cool. And then, and there'll be a bunch of flyovers during the day. And then they do, because Nevada, like nearby Air bases everywhere. But Area 51. Maybe? Yeah, exactly. They're sending all the people over. You got over the aliens flying over? some aliens. But then the best part, the very end, that gets the biggest applause at the parade, you'll never guess. Guess. Uh, <laughs> I, I got nothing. It's the snow um, plows. They're massive. They have their chains on. The tires are twice as big as me. They're about 12-foot tires. And, and they, they come through. through. And they come through and they're just, you hear like the chains and the tires rolling and like everyone's like, without those, well, yeah, you'd be stuck. We don't have anything like up in the mountains. It's like you cannot get out. You have to, if they don't plow exactly when we need them in the right way and clear those roads, we can't get groceries. We can't get the kids to school. Like the thing is, it'll snow. What here in Nashville, it snowed the first year we moved here. It snowed two inches. The entire town was shut oh, down yeah. for a week. Like, no grocery stores, nothing. That's devastating. But in here. Tahoe, we get six feet and school's still open. Six feet in one day and school will still be open. Because those plows. Thanks, plows. That's impressive. Yeah. How do you handle that with your driveway, though? Because the plow's not coming in your driveway. We don't have driveways in Tahoe. We just park on the street or in our garages. Well, most people don't have driveways in Tahoe because so you kind of like do live on the, the side of the mountain. Comes through, does it not plow the snow up on your? Yeah, car? you have to. You have to have certain parking. You have to have specific. Like, like our plow knows where our car is parked, but it will. It gets buried very quickly, like overnight. A lot of people die in their cars in the snow, and that's what happened last year. Oof. And the Jeremy Renner incident, and like people getting a lot of Oof. you know avalanches, and and we choose to live there. Why? I love it. 
It's my paradise. Well, love it. It's going to be weird not to be. It's just a weird summer to not be in Tahoe. Like I usually that's what I've done my whole kid's life is spend the summer in Tahoe. And right not, now my kids are bigger and have football and, and, and requirements. And you're going to Africa. And we're going to Africa. Which is so cool. I know. It's going to be so cool. It's going to be weird. The only time I've ever been out of the country for Fourth of July was when I was in Bahrain on an, an aircraft carrier in the middle of the Persian Gulf for USO tour. So that's the only other time I've missed. That's where the Eagle Dress came from. I oh. brought it for that trip. I have been out of the country many times on Fourth of July. Uh, I've celebrated it in France, which is the day before, I think, Bastille Day? It's 10 days before Bastille Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, where it was somewhere in yeah. there. So. We didn't celebrate Fourth of July, but then like then you do best. Yeah. Actually, that's true. I did that too. I was in France. I forgot that when I was eighteen, I it's was riding very a bike similar there, and so I felt like I had my Fourth of Fewer July. Fewer hot dogs. You got still fireworks. fireworks. Yeah, tons of fireworks. We were at a tiny little lake. I don't even know where in France. And then oddly, I've been in England twice now. Oh really? For Fourth of July. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Which is obviously not where you want to celebrate Independence. Day. Well, but here's the thing: we went to George Washington's family home. And they did a whole 4th of July celebration there. Oh, wow. So they had like a cookout. They had hamburgers and hot dogs and they did 4th of July and they had a band playing like American music. And- yeah, well, that's when I was in Bahrain. We ended up, we were on the aircraft carrier and then we went to an American, like an expat bar. Um, or I guess it would be a, it's not an expat. It's a pat. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we went to, we went to a bar owned by an American and they had decorations all up, and they brought out a cake that had George Bush's face on it. <laughs> this is 2001, so this is right before September 11th. Right. And uh, I think Bush had just become president, right, that year. So um, they brought out a cake with his face on it, and we ate the cake. But that was <laughs> that was my 4th of July there. But um, but, it, I, but it felt super—like, uh, I'm on an American base, and I'm in an American bar. That feels bar and, like your home, yeah, almost. Yeah. The Africa one's going to be different. That's going to be very different. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be any fanfare. No. Um, While you're on safari. No. I don't, I will probably won't even know the date, to be no, honest. No, so. probably not. Amanda, do you know what I'm obsessed with and I know you're obsessed with? If you're going to say Skims. Skims. You're right. I know you're obsessed with Skims. You talk about it all the time. I know. And it's not just because they sponsor What Women Binge. It's I'm genuinely not. To, yeah, it's so good. We just can't keep it to ourselves. We have to tell everybody. The Fits Everybody Collection by Skims is the greatest. It's like their best kept secret. It's. I don't want to keep it a secret, though. I want everybody just. To everybody get it. needs to know. It feels like no other underwear I've worn before. No, they're actually comfortable. There is no spillage. You know, if you've got like the back roll, yeah. there's none of that. They it just kind of melts onto your body. Yes, it just fits perfectly. And where have you ever like? I mean, since being a mom, have you ever really wanted to wear a push-up bra? No, because I live in the push-up bra. Like, they're where they're supposed to be, where they once were. <laughs> the girls are where they're supposed to be. And I love it. it's comfortable. I don't even think about it. I love it. It's not digging into me. It's not poking anywhere. It's just fabulous. I love it. That and the t-shirt bra. Yeah. Are- oh, that's what I wear because I need something like low cut with some of my dresses. Mm-hmm. And having the low cut bra was like really helpful for me. It's the greatest. And I, th- I feel like I was like the last person to try Skims, but I want to go scream it from the mountaintops. It's so great. I'll never go back. I know. Skims is creating the next generation of underwear for literally everybody. everybody. It's everybody. Amazing. So the Fits Everybody collection of underwear is super lightweight. It molds to your body. It's buttery soft and stretches Literally up to twice its size without ever losing its shape. It goes right back. It washes amazingly. It's in sizes XXS to 4X. That means everybody. Everybody. From teeny tiny all the way up. It is perfect. So you guys can believe the hype. Skims has over 90,000 five-star reviews for a good reason. The Fits Everybody collection and more perfect fit essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. Select podcast in the survey and let them know in the drop-down menu that What Women Binge is where you heard it. Yes, please do that. And thank you, Skims, for sponsoring our show. So let's talk patriotism. I love patriotic movies and music and books and all the things. We do like World War II books. Oh, wait, I have to say, I have to tell you something. Based on your England trip, yes. 4th of July thing. When I was in Ottawa recently, um, I was doing a little tour around. It's the capital of Canada. And I was looking around at some of the stuff they had there, some of the historical stuff around the Parliament area. And they have like this Big Ben clock, mm-hmm. which is like their capital and building or near the capital building. And um, they had all these statues. And so me and the girl that was playing my granddaughter in the—that's right. I was a grandma for those that didn't hear that episode. Um 
we're walking around looking at the statues, reading the plaques. I'm making her. She's missing school. She's in like fifth or sixth grade. I'm like, come on, we're gonna go read learn the plaques. something. Yeah. So we're reading the plaques. Oh, this is this is the tomb of the lost uh, unknown soldier, right? So they have this big tomb of the unknown soldier in the middle of um, right in the middle of Ottawa, and then we saw these other statues and we're learning about Lieutenant Bai and it was called Bytown before it was Ottawa. And then we see this one of a woman. We're like, oh, let's read that one. We read it and it's like, she saved so many British soldiers during the War of 1812 and she just kept saving the British soldiers and she did this and that and and tricked the Americans into, and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> the War of 1812 was, in Canada, was fought differently than it was like, we were yeah. on opposite sides. I hadn't really considered that. Yeah. But um, it was just interesting to be in another country learning the history of a war that we were in that wasn't from our perspective <laughs> that wasn't from our perspective it was just yeah. weird all of a sudden i was like so i was trying to understand i'm like wait she says they saved 10,000 british but she okay i'm confused and then i was like oh i get it now she <laughs> was on the other side yeah of the of the border 1812 though that was is that correct yeah okay what the war of 1812 no i'm just trying to remember which war was which oh it all runs together. It was another, it was like where they tried again. Yeah. Actually, it's where the name of the volunteer state comes from. I found that yes. out at the Tennessee Museum because so many people volunteered. I think this is correct. In Tennessee, so many people from Tennessee volunteered for the War of 1812. That's correct. And that's why it's called the volunteer state. That is. That I didn't is know that. That's story. why they're the Vols. So if anyone knows college football, the Vols. Oh, why has it got to be that color? That putrid. <laughs> what did she say in, uh. In one of the best, talk about a, a patriotic movie. I think The Blind Side's a great patriotic movie. But she says, uh, well, anything about football or baseball, right? Not Field sure. of Dreams. Feels very American. Sandlot. Um, but doesn't she say, I will not. She's like, you can go to any school you want to, but I will not wear that gaudy orange. It's not in my color <laughs> wheel. <laughs> yeah. Very few people can pull that off. Hillary. Hillary our, can pull it off. Our best friend yeah. can pull it off. And she's a huge I think it's fan, the olive so. skin and the dark hair. Like yeah, she looks good in it. Yeah. I, oof, I look Ill. Mm-hmm. Ill. You know what I do look good in, though? Pink and red. Red. Red, white, and blue. Right. And I do look good in blue. You do. It's true. You do. You, I, you're like me, gem, gem tones. Or and I tones. can't wear white on camera, or it looks real funky, but uh, I can pull off white, too. It makes me look tan, which I've never looked tan, unless I wear white. So. I never used to like white or pink. I'm just starting to get into that. That's I'm putting that in my in my wheel, in my I'm, color I'm wheel. I'm rubbing off on you. You are. Uh, let's talk patriotic movies, okay. because it's time to build a list for those of you at home, yeah, and maybe, eat. and it's a. They're always good summertime movies too, right? Yeah. I mean, patriotic movies. When are when always that uh, summertime. summertime thunderstorm rolls in and you need something to do in the afternoon, my number one all time favorite patriotic movie is Independence Day. Now I've never seen it, but isn't that about aliens? How have you not seen this? <laughs> is it? I don't know. I was going to watch it last night, but I. This is. But I did something else. You'd be proud of me. What? Not very patriotic, but I watched Mean Girls. Okay. That is patriotic. I finally watched Mean Girls. You've been wanting me to watch Mean Girls. I needed you to do this, so I'm very proud of you. I did. I finally did. You know why? I tried to show the kids Clueless. They kind of watched it. And then it was like, next up, Mean Girls. And I was like, yes, let's do this. Did they watch that? No, just Mark and I. Oh, (laughs) it's a good one. Yeah, we were pink on Independence Day. Yes, it's about aliens. They invade. There's this scientist played by, um, oh my gosh, Jeff Goldblum. Yes. He's always a scientist, isn't he? Oh, and he's a great one. <laughs> I love him. It's he's that eccentric nice personality. He's a really fun guy. So he is the scientist. He realizes what's happening. He tries to go and tell everyone in Washington, including the president. Um, chaos ensues. They finally tell them, but it's a little too late. Then things happen. Vivica A. Fox is there being hot. And Will Smith is there being amazing. And it's just so good. Of course, they save the day. Because it's independent. So I've never seen, like, that's that's a movie, and I've never seen, like, Men in Black, but I consider them to be very similar. Not even a little bit similar. Aren't they both, like, Adam, no. uh, alien movies with Will Smith? Men in Black, in, like, a minute here, is, like, Will Smith doesn't really know what he's doing with his life, sits on a bench next to what's-his-face with the mean... Yeah, that guy. ...the glasses. Um, they flash him. He doesn't remember anything. He gets this card. He goes, interview goes good. He gets the job, black suit, sunglasses, thingy, flashy Tommy thing. Lee Jones, by the way. That's him. That's the guy. Um, now he is like an intergalactic cop, basically. And there's this like world terminal where all these people are coming and going, kind of like the Ellis Island oh. of aliens. Oh, okay, okay. And wait, this is Men in Black. Yeah. But it sounds like, in, no, it's not. In, no, it's okay. nothing like. In, Sorry. <laughs> there are good aliens and there are bad aliens in Men in Black. 
and Independence oh. Day, they are all bad. Oh, they're just coming to kill us. They're just wiping us out. Isn't that like every movie, like Transformers, Star Wars? The bad guys are always coming to take over the whole world. King no. Kong versus Godzilla. No. Star Wars is an entire intergalactic Pacific universe. Rim. There are senators represented from each country <laughs> or planet or whatever they are. It is a democracy in space. Oh, okay, okay. So that's not a patriotic movie, Star Wars. No. <laughs> Earth barely I'm just even exists sure. in Star I'm Wars. I'm just making it sure. Exists. Because it feels very American. It's American so made. So yeah, it's American made. It, it feels super like... What about would you consider Karate Kid to be a super patriotic movie? No, but it's cool. Yeah. It doesn't say a lot for Encino, California, but... Those, Jaws. All those, all those bullies. Jaws is Jaws, a patriotic movie. Because it's a beach movie. And it's 4th of July. It is 4th of July. That's right. So what about the movie? Have you ever seen Born on the 4th of July? No. So I've about? never seen it, but I auditioned for it. <laughs> I <was> little. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to be in a Tom Cruise movie, but I didn't get the part. I'm trying to think of all the ways. Okay. In- Air Force One is oh, probably one of my absolute favorites. Yes. Absolute favorite because, yes. I mean, Harrison Ford, anything. Oh, why do... Oh, I just love that guy. But, and he's just Get perfection. off my plane. Get off my plane. As he like shakes him and lets him go. Um, if you ever saw Mommy Dearest, the boy who plays Christopher in that is the is one of the bad guys. He's if the American. If we ever bad saw guy. Mommy Dearest, do you know how many times I saw Mommy Dearest? <laughs> so you know Christopher the brother. He's not in very much of the movie. <gasps> Wire, Wire, Wires, <laughs> um, <laughs> But my uh, but Christopher from that is the bad American. Obviously, yes. the bad guys. The bad guys in Air Force One, as it was in all eighties movies like Rocky and whatnot, are the Russians. Yes, yes. And Gary Oldman plays a fantastic Russian. Uh, terrorist, basically. But he's a nationalist. He's a guy who, like, wants Mother Russia back, right? Right. And, um, and so he, kind of like Putin, like, wants Mother Russia back. And he's willing to do whatever. He wants to f- release this prisoner in Russia. So he holds the American president hostage on his own plane. And it's that movie just, it no is matter a great movie. how many times I've seen it, and I know what happens. It just gets me so excited. Uh, another I'm one. scared. I shake. The American president. The American president's Gosh, so good. Gosh, that's so good. What's his name? Um, Handsome. Handsome. <laughs> really? Kevin Klein. Isn't it Kevin Klein? I, no, wait. No. Who is it? Doesn't sound right. Hold on. All I remember is, I mean, the biggest thing I remember is the evening gown with the gloves. Oh, yeah. Michael Douglas. That's who it is. Michael Douglas. Oh, that's for some reason that is not who I was imagining. Wait, when you write in American, here's what comes up. American Psycho. No. <laughs> American Pie. Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> American Beauty. I love oh, that movie. I'm torn about that one. I love that movie. Mm, American okay. Gangster, Denzel and Russell Crowe. Okay. You got the TV show American Dad. You got American Horror Funny. Story. And American Graffiti, of course. Oh, classic. Yeah, Ron Howard, right? And Richard Dreyfuss and so many others. Like the whole lot of them from the... It's so funny that other ones right? don't come up, like American Sniper, right? Isn't it called American Sniper? I don't know. Um, I don't know that one. American Sniper is the one about, it's true story. Yeah, Bradley Cooper, Sienna Miller. It's the uh, real-life Navy SEAL Chris <gasps> Kyle. Yes, yes, that Chris is. Chris Kyle, who, um, who, it's his uh, his story of him on the battlefield just being, like, super accurate, having so many kills, saving so many lives. But then he comes back to the U.S., and uh, a guy with PTSD shoots him on the range. Yeah. Like, on the shooting range, just turns and kills him. And uh, it was just so upset. He, he um... Uh, spoiler alert, by the way. Spoiler alert. If you alert. haven't read the book Amazing, or the story. Well, or know, yeah, the real story of the real guy. Um, and he had a, his wife and two children at home. Um, and his wife was played by Sienna Miller in the movie. But that is, American Sniper is one of the, I think it won like a if ton of Oscars. I mean, and stuff. Okay. American Underdog is about the true story of Kurt Warner, um, who went from a stock boy at a grocery store to a two-time NFL MVP and Super Bowl champion and Hall of Fame quarterbacker. Quarterback. 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 Yeah, and it's all about his challenges and coming up and kind of like always kind of being a walk on, as far as I remember. He was like always sort of a walk on, just and now and and a little, he was a little out of the out of the box. I think that's like his. (gasps) You know, it's another one, and I know it's more of a Christmas movie, but it's also not. I could watch it all year long, Rudy. With your friend Sean Astin. Astin. You know, that's what it is an all American story. Rudy is such a good one. Feel the dreams, of course. Kevin Costner. Um, there's so mm. many good football, baseball movies, right? And that's such an American thing because... I took Logan to a party at the house with the bathroom. What? <laughs> Do you remember? I guess it was a couple months ago now. I told you about um, when I planned that engagement and in the grandma's house in the powder room, there was a picture of Kevin Costner staring at you and you sat down on the commode. <laughs> 
I took Logan to another party at that house. Oh, And he really? was like, you're right. Kevin stared at me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Costner, an American icon. Yes, he is. Especially with Yellowstone. I mean, that's an Americana movie, uh, TV show. I haven't show. seen it. I don't know. Mm. What about American music? Um, okay, well, I feel like Independence Day or Fourth of July music is really classic rock, like the kind that I grew up with. Like so, Bruce Springsteen, born yes, in the USA. Born in the USA. Um, Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an Eagle. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. To this, um, what else? But like all of I those. I mean, but what about Some like Jimmy Katy Perry's Katy Perry Firework, as we've already I sung. mean, sure. And then you've got Miley Cyrus and Party in, Party the, in the USA. USA. And then a ton of country, like every country song ever. Oh, yeah. Like Toby Keith. Tick. Tick. The song Tick. Mark and I were in a, Mark, get this, Mark and I were in a Margaritaville once, and he goes, do you hear the lyrics to this? And oh, I is like, it I'm Gonna Check You for Tick? I'm Gonna Check You for Tick oh, by Brad Paisley yes. is like still our favorite. Like Mark and I just looked at each other from across this Margaritaville. We're like, is he saying I'm Gonna Check You for oh, yes. Ticks? He is. That's brilliant. I love Speaking it. Speaking of Margaritaville, I thought I had taken you to your first Margaritaville. No, no, you just took me one in the middle of Times Square, which I thought was a waste of <laughs> life. <laughs> but it turned out to be the best decision you, you ever made. You made me in Times Square at 10 o'clock at night. No, it was go to a way Margar- closer to midnight. <laughs> it was. Well, we shut it down. It, unfortunately, by the way, Margaritaville in Times Square, why do you close at 1 a.m.? Because it's New York City and it's Times Square and that's supposed to be open like all but day let's long. Let's just shout it out for what it is. It's amazing. Well, I'm surprised they give up so much floor space for the giant Statue of Liberty in the middle. Uh, because, because they could have so many more tables in there. pictures are epic. Our pictures are very cool. It was back in early December if you guys want to go look at our Instagram. And you two perfect margaritas and share yeah. plated nachos with your friends. Yeah. You will And that's why they so close glad. at 1 a.m. Because all people do is sip on their old margaritas and eat the nachos. And there's no reason for them to stay open all night. But we closed down a Margaritaville in Times Square. That just seems like anti-New York. Except for we had the best time. I know we did. <laughs> but I was like, we could be in Margaritaville in Florida. Like, why are we in New York City? Well, because it was there across the street from the hotel. That's true. It was. And it was open. It was. And everybody was hungry. And some of us were leery of dollar pizza at midnight. And street meat. Some I'm of you would not allow meat. the street meat. I was fine with that. But dollar pizza at midnight just sounds dollar like. pizza in New York gastric- is always a good idea. No, that is gastric distress waiting oh, to happen. Oh, oh, I see. How long saying. is that? But pizza- a plate of nachos is just fine. Well, yeah. Beans and yeah, jalapenos. Oh, and- my my son came home the other day and did the whole beans, beans, the magical fruit. Oh. And I was like, oh. oh at least he did it that way. Because that's a clean. It's alive and well with this generation. Well, because we always did beans, beans, they're good for your heart. The more you eat them, the more you fart. fart. The more you yeah. fart, the better you feel. So eat your beans with every meal. <laughs> I love that one. I love it. I'll sing it all the time. Uh, yeah, that was hilarious. So was is like- Ted Lasso British or American? I would say more a celebration of British culture. That's true. Uh, what about, oh my gosh. It's a character my favorite. of American culture. Apollo 13. Oh, yes. I mean, and then what's the other space so movies? Good. Like um, uh, All uh, of them. Uh, Space Camp. And <laughs> Space Camp. Space Camp's like Mark's that one. favorite. Mark wanted to be at Space Camp so badly and his parents wouldn't send him. You know we can go to adult Space Camp. I know. Mark was thinking about it because he's obsessed. We should do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, at, in Huntsville, right? Yeah, they have one, it's or two they hours have one away. In, I think, we got Texas. no reason not to. Um, but Apollo 13, can we talk about this movie? Yes. Our friend Gary Sinise was in it. Tom Hanks, of course. Kevin Bacon. Uh, who's the other one that goes up with him? Uh, Bill Pullman, I think. Is it? Is it Pullman? Pullman who's or Paxton? Paxton? Oh, Paxton. Paxton. Sorry. Let's get them confused. Um, and those soul. are like the four big stars, I right? I miss Bill Paxton. Twister. I mean, Yeah. I mean, yeah, Twister is one of my favorites too. I would call that an American that movie. That is, that is a great summertime. Maybe not Independence Day movie, but like, it's a good summertime. It's when a you're good right, summertime because of that. Yeah, the weather, the crazy weather. It's so good. We've got hail. When they're like cow, but Apollo Another thirteen. Cow. Just learning. Like, I love movies when you can, when it's super entertaining and you want to watch it seven million times. But at the same time, you're learning something. What's like, the one that uh, is not hey, Apollo hang thirteen? On, hang on, we're staying on Apollo thirteen. Okay. Hold on. So, like, remember how? Do you remember it well? Like, they have to use the gravity of the moon. Like, and the, yeah, the slingshot it around. The slingshot themselves around because they ran out of, like, amps to power the, they couldn't get the engines on. There was only enough gas to. Yeah, to power at one time for re-entry or whatever. And if they didn't come in at the right angle, they would burn up on, re-admit, uh, in, in, on re-entry and, like, all the, like, 
I mean, the whole thing. Trying you to figure really, out the amps. really committed that. Well, and then the window and how to keep, you know, if they kept the earth in a certain piece of the window, then they would knew they were in the right trajectory and all this, like, firing off the right things at the right times. And, the, oh, my gosh. And Gary Sinise not supposed to go because he has the flu. But then uh, Kevin Bacon gets the flu, I think. I don't and so and so here's one up in the up in the cabin in the in the in the capsule sick when Gary Sinise is on earth trying to figure out those amps for them and he's running the drills in the simulator and like oh so intense I love that movie so 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 I have to say like I kind of want to go home and watch that one now I know it's so good after I went I took the kids to the space museum that's a really on a good field one. trip I wanted to go home and watch it so bad now here's a question but wait Apollo 13 the rock and rock. uh and uh uh uh, uh what was the other one I said before? Oh, Air Force One. Those are like, and Shawshank Redemption. But those are like my favorite movies. Those are all great I just movies. I want you to know that. I okay. fully support all anyway, of this. what were you saying? Armageddon was the one I was thinking of. Armageddon. But that feels more space. It's a spacey movie. Apollo 13, I guess, Liv feels- Liv Tyler was there. She was. Someone was singing to someone. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Uh, Bruce. Why Bruce, couldn't that Bruce's happen? I mean, I love All ben oil drillers, ben. right? Lots of muscles and mm-hmm. vibrating of machines and rock. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> oh, what's his name too? Um, uh, Bill. Uh, no, do we think that the moon landing happened? Yes. Are you sure? Why would they lie about that? Well, there's that? this whole thing. And I've always been so sure oh, my whole life. Makes me mad. And now I'm starting to question it. Stop it. As a it. 37-year-old woman, I'm like, wait, have Stop I been it. lied to? Stop it. I don't want to be that person, but wait, I'm you kind think there's of just wondering. A fake fl- what, because the flag doesn't move? Well, there's no wind on the moon. That's when the flag doesn't move. Exactly. <laughs> no. So I guess there's this interview, and it, I don't really know the whole context, and I probably should have watched the whole thing before I open my mouth. But <laughs> I, think no, I love it. Just I think it's give us conspiracy. Buzz thing. Aldrin is talking to a child about the moon landing, and mm-hmm. he basically says it didn't happen. And granted, he is an old man. So it could have just been a but do you see your moment? It's like, but, but it also could be playing it for a kid that maybe he sees fear in his face and he's like, never mind, didn't happen. You know it I mean? wasn't like, like that. It was like an onstage like, interview kind of thing. Then, wait, let's do... Okay, we talked about the American president, Pearl Harbor. But wait. Oh, on. I'm so sorry. Was there more? Did we settle whether or not the moon landing happened? It, we, we never will. How will we never know? Well, we're going to settle it right now on our podcast, you and I. I mean, wouldn't that be incredible if we did? That'd be pretty fun. I mean... Well, what's the end of the... Talk uh, about the sponsorships we'd get then. Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, The Rock. At the end of The Rock... Yeah, he leaves the rock and he goes to the church that Mason. That's one of the reasons I named myself Mason was because of Sean Connery's of character Mason. Um, Mason tells him, "If you ever get out of here, go to something something church in Texas and mm-hmm. look in the third pew leg or something." And he steals the leg off the church door and he's driving away. And his wife's driving him away, Carla something or other. She's driving him away, and he like takes the film reel out and he has a loop and he's looking at it as they're driving. And he's like. Honey, you want to know who killed JFK? But I think he says something like, want to know about the moonlight? Like, it's like all, like, in other words, all the secrets are there on yeah. that reel. So we just got to get that. We got to okay, go so find Texas, that church. Texas, we will go. Texas. I think it's Texas. Oklahoma, something like that. We got to find the right church, the right pew, and steal the leg. And then we'll know. I'm ready. Adventure I wonder how many awaits. people have tried to find that. I, I, it's a movie. It's fiction. So I assume that doesn't exist. But yeah, it would be, but I wonder if people have tried. I'm sure they have. Okay. What about 1776? You ever see that? Mm. It's from 1972, so probably not. The probably Patriot. Not. Did we talk about the Patriot? Oh, the Patriot is so good. That's actually taking place during the. It was shot That's in 2000. Mel Gibson. Mel right? Gibson. Yeah. Yes, that one was really good. Miracle. Hockey oh, movie. Oh, I love Miracle. National Treasure. Same year, both oh, 2004. All the National Treasures are. Yeah, great. National Treasure is a good one. Hacksaw Ridge. That's is Night at the Museum considered a patriotic movie? No. No. <laughs> There's a lot of patriotic characters in there. Maybe. It could be. Sure. Why not? There's a lot of dinosaurs, too, though. Well, can we talk about how in love my kids are with Night at the Museum? And it Night makes me really happy. so good. It's a great movie. Yeah. Do they ever get scared to go in museums because of it, though? No. No? no? Are you kidding? They're, they'd rather get locked in and all of that come to life around them. Oh, my gosh. What about Pearl Harbor? Okay. This was my question ahead of time. I mean, any Is war Pearl movie? Harbor a patriotic movie? Because it is kind of about, like, the demise of a whole bunch of people yeah, but so were so many of these movies, right? Like, um, uh, you've got, and it led to some really not so great things that Americans like the did. Country did, but it also it's but it was our entry point into the world's biggest war. That and is it was, true. So it's a catalyst for a huge historical moment, and it is a huge historical moment in our history. So I think it is okay because it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It's still our history, and it's again, still, 
No, it wasn't Liv Tyler in that one, was it? It was another girl who kind of looks like Liv Tyler. There was a whole bunch. I remember I auditioned for this one, too. Of course. But there was a whole bunch. It's Ben Affleck, again. Josh Hartnett, Kate Beckinsale, Jennifer Garner. Josh Hartnett's back. Josh Hartnett's back? Was he He's acting again. Oh, really? Was he not? Oh, he, like, gave up big time after something. Why, why? I don't know. Why don't you ask him? Okay. What, on Instagram? I don't know. Hey, Josh. I feel like y'all should be friends. Tap, all tap. the night, you know, all the nineties, hot mic and early mic check. actors. Josh, are you? Why did you give up? Why did you quit? I'm sure it's why out you there. Back? Oh, speaking of Matthew McConaughey, lots of Americana movies. McConaughey is that what we just called him? Matthew McConaughey. What do you say, McConaughey? Yes, McConaughey. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I say McConaughey, but I'm from New York. He's Texan. I don't know. He okay. McC- whatever. I'm not. I'm not Matt. comfortable Let's with just this. Call him Maddie. So Maddie, I have some funny stories about Maddie. I'm listening to his book on tape right him? now. No, not at all. I wish I did. Sounds like a really cool guy. Yeah. But I've had so many run-ins with like kind of near, near-death experiences with him. No, not near-death. Near run-ins with him. He, uh, well, first of all, his book is is pretty cool. It's His book is great. You got to listen to him, him read it though because he's so funny the way he, his tone changes and it, he talks fast and you hear his all right, all right. You know, like all that's so fun. <laughs> I didn't know, Dazed and Confused is one of my favorite movies and I would call that mm-hmm. a patriotic movie. I mean, maybe not PBS, uh, but Americana. Patri- it's Americana. called Americana. For sure. Yeah. So as much as like American Graffiti or something like that. But um, his character, he wasn't supposed to do all those scenes. He kind of showed up at a wardrobe fitting and they stuck him in a bunch of scenes like, I like those redheads and... Um, you know, the only line that there was in the script, I think, I don't think I'll write, I'll write, I'll write was in there, but the line that was written in the script that he was supposed to deliver was the one about, I love these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. It's one of the <laughs> best lines ever. But that's one of the only that's scripted. Um, he doesn't sit well in 2023. A lot. <laughs> no, but it's a funny line. My, how the world has changed. But it's so true because no matter how old you get, high school girls stay the same age. Yeah. I mean, it's a fact. But um, but he he's so funny, and he has done so many great movies, like uh, Not a Time to Kill. Uh, oh, my gosh. I'm having total brain farts today because we <laughs> sang the brain fart movie or, or the brain fart song. See? Brain fart. Hold on. What's the movie called? It's now a drinking game. How many times can Melissa say the word <laughs> fart in fart. one episode? <laughs> fart, 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 fart. I used to be called Melissa Fart when I was little. Um, Care to explain? Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Hey. <laughs> um, what's the movie he was in? That was his big breakout, where he's the he's the lawyer, and he has to get um, convince uh, the guy that kills his uh, daughter's killers. He kills the daughter's killer. That was not English. A time to kill. Okay, yeah, it is a time to kill. There it is. I said that, didn't I? I've not seen that one. Yeah, time to kill. Oh, really? No. Oh my god. I just think about him in what How to Lose a Guy movie. in Ten Days. Yeah, that's a great one. Oh, or the wedding, uh, wedding planner, the wedding planner. I oh, love I love that. that one too. Yeah, I caught that one the other day at my uh, mammogram. Um, Samuel Jackson, Kevin Spacey, Sandra Bullock, Matthew McConaughey are all in that movie, McCon- and they're hey. McConaughey are amazing. That was 1996, and that's supposedly like his big. That's when he says he went from like being uh, not a, a well-known actor to being famous all of a sudden. But um, gosh, there's so many movies that he's done that are so iconic and so wonderful and I'm trying to think what I was what my point was but okay brain fart so back Drink. to my list Independence Day is at the top yeah I feel like oh Interstellar he did Interstellar sorry that's another one <laughs> sorry brain fart go for it um Sandlot which we mentioned yes. but we need to give it its due uh, yeah, I feel like say, once your child it. is of age to like hear the words and see the things from Sandlot it's a classic Mark's shown the kids but I've never really watched it I it I've hesitated. I haven't shown my kids yet. I think Riker's at the right age. He's 10. I think he can handle it. My girls, I think it would all go over their heads, but I'll probably like wait just a little bit longer. Because with I did Home Alone this year, mm-hmm. which, wow, should have given it a couple more years. Really? Why? There are so many things in there that I was like, oh. Well, John the Hughes 90s movies were in general. Different time. If you watch John Hughes movies, uh, the language is actually worse than you would think. Like if you watch Uncle Buck, they use oh yeah, 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 the B word and uh, the S word. You a have lot. to remember, like as children, a lot of times we watch the TV edits of these things. Mm-hmm. So I think when That's you watch true. them now as adults, you don't even realize like what's been yeah. cut out. Yeah, there's certain things you can't watch anymore. But Home Alone, it was like the way that the oldest 
sibling talk to everybody, you know, oh, all the cursing so real in my house, the like trunk full of naked girls, like, you know, all the stuff that you're like, oh, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I can explain. Just pretend like you didn't see that. Hmm. Um, yeah, but that's but I feel like uh, the abandonment issues. Oh, here's what I was only about. 90s kids, really the right stuff. That's the that's the space movie I was trying to think of. The right stuff. That's a very American movie. Uh, how about Space Jam? Uh, okay. How about Top Gun? Oh, hello. Yeah. How can yes. we forget Top Gun? And no, Maverick? it was on my list. I just hadn't gotten to it yet. Uh, what about Courage Under Fire? I don't know that one. That's a good one. Wait, go back to Top Gun. Let's talk okay, about Top that. Gun. Uh, the sequel is probably the only one better than the original. I think they're both amazingly good. The first one, though, when you watch it's it back, massive. it's but it's there's so much like romance. You like, never saw yeah, and like riding on the motorcycle across the sun setting over the ocean, and your lips. It's too. <laughs> We getting the rights to the song. <laughs> There's no tenderness like before in your fingertips. But what is it? They play. Uh, uh, you lost that. that no, love but they do the fire. Uh, 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 oh my gosh! I just showed my kids La Bamba a few weeks ago. That was Great the, Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire. There's that's what they sing. You shake my nerves because that's what Goose sings to his wife no, no, to no. Meg Ryan, kinda, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a great cast. It's a gr- oh, Meg Ryan. That's a great movie. I mean, Goose Dying, spoiler alert, is like the oh. most. Oh, come on. Everybody's seen Top Gun. If and if they, they didn't, they definitely saw it last right. year. But Maverick was so good, too. I think it gave like it, it gave it's the dues to the first one in just the right way. Like it kind of like paid homage to it in just the right doses. Homage. Homage or homage, whatever. However you want to say it. Are you French or not? Homage. 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 Homage? A lot of people say homage. No. It's I'm homage. Sure. Right? I'm questioning homage. everything today. But I think like America, it's like it's like foyer and foyer. Right? <laughs> yeah? Vase yeah. or vase. It's like depends on how hoity toity you are. If we want to say homage. I've said homage. We'll say, okay, homage. I don't know if that's it does, honestly when you say all those other words, I'm like, oh no, that's to, not correct. I don't know. Homage. So when we homage the original <laughs> Top Gun, that sounds bad. okay. So let's just say when you give due credit, we paid to, homage too. Yes, we paid homage. Um, you want to, <laughs> you uh, you know, I think that it did the right amount. Like talking about Goose, just the right amount. Talking about oh, Goose, um, they actually didn't bring Meg Ryan into it though, did they? That's they did one part not I would bring like. her back. Yeah, they did talk about her and said that like she wouldn't talk to. Oh, well, she doesn't act anymore. Like, she was angry at Maverick. Oh. Right? Well, that's a shame because it was huge. <gasps> she died in the movie. Oh, boy. I was off. She died in Maverick? I don't remember she that. Was, she was apparently oh, she deceased oh. already. But she was one of my favorite parts of that because she had, was just an up-and-coming actress when the first Top Gun came I out. I mean, stunningly beautiful. But I mean, the, so cute. the scenes and the... The, like, I got excited about being in the cockpit. With Did you hold your breath? Maverick, yes. I like, held my breath. I was doing this. Time. I kept going, ooh, and put my arms up and like screaming. And like, <laughs> and Mark had to hold my arms down because I was like, oh, it was like I was on a roller coaster. I'm going left and right. I'm banking with him. And like, you know, you can see that G force pulling on his face. Oh, it was I know. amazing. And it when, was amazing. You, when you knew they couldn't breathe, I was just like, <gasps> oh. Like, yeah. I was making sure like I could hold my breath that long, you know, oh. for the next time I'm in, I'm in a fighter jet. So good. So good. And you just knew Goose's kid had to be there. And, you know, he's still a loose cannon. He's still Maverick. He's still the one that they, you know, they can't trust not to buzz the tower and all this stuff. So So fun. It's such a fun movie. It's so awesome. But, oh, what about Private Benjamin? One of the few with a female in the lead. I don't know if I know that one. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Hawn. Stripes. Bill Murray. Oh, well, Bill Murray in general is just like an American classic. Men of Honor. We were soldiers. There's another. Oh, we were soldiers. That was a great. A League of Their Own. Oh, such a good Americana movie because it's about the war. Yeah, men leave. Why they're playing baseball? And women have to play baseball. Well, they don't have to. Well, they. they, I mean, if they want entertainment and they get paid to pay play baseball, but they've only ever been homemakers before. And there are some Rosie the Riveters, but really they go off to play baseball and they become this amazing amazing. team. And it's it's a a true story. Great movie. Great There's movie. No if you guys are too young, baseball. well, Tom Hanks always amazing, right? Yeah. Um, Hamilton. Do we consider Hamilton a movie? It's more. Of a there play. was a movie. They version. put it out. Um, Glory. I've never seen. Oh that. gosh. Okay. So in fifth grade, we they sent home permission slips for us to watch Glory after we finished our like Civil War unit. 
which was basically all of fifth grade. I remember it being Ooh. very long and exhausting. And we had to have permission to watch it because apparently they say the F word in it. Oh. I don't I don't know exactly. Or there were there were curse words and violence and gruesome blood. And so your That was on the permission slip. Had to sign it. Our parents had to sign it. And I begged my parents, I was like, please don't make me do this. And they're like, <laughs> ah, it's educational. I'm like, mm. So did you enjoy it? No. You didn't it like took it? like five days to watch it, A, because it's like the longest movie really? ever. And no, no. It's it, Denzel and yes, Morgan Freeman. It's an incredible cast. Matthew Broderick. Yes. It's an incredible cast. It's Carrie well, Elways. You should watch it for yeah, sure. Should. I've never heard of this. What about Saving Private Ryan? Oh, that's a great one. Also, it's so sad. Makes me sad. I think that I've avoided that one because it does make you sad. Okay. Um, I love Shawshank Redemption. Does that not make you sad? Because it makes me terribly sad every time. Yeah, but it's wonderful. So is Saving Private Ryan. Especially when, um, what's his name, dies. Your recall today is like. I know. My brain is just turned <laughs> off. Harriet, about Harriet Tubman. That came out in 2019. I remember thinking that, that was one of the best movies That came out and I have not seen it. Oh, it was so good. I need Such to see a good that. movie. Zero uh, Dark Thirty. No. Oh. That's twisted. Yeah. No, thank um, you. Gettysburg. Lincoln. Uh, another one I had to have permission to watch. I think that was fourth grade. Maybe that was also fifth grade. Oh my God, was Lincoln 11 years ago that came out? Because I remember going to see it in the movie theater like it was last year. I went with a group. Of, I got a whole bunch. You know how I do. I got a whole bunch of adults to come with me. I was so obsessed with it. I thought it should win all the Oscars. Do you guys see movies by yourself ever? Never. Why? I've been wanting to, but I haven't. I'm do you sorry. know how delightful that is? You know, I usually talk to people about seeing movies by myself, but then I invite them to come with me. <laughs> it happens like on every movie set I'm ever on. I'm like, while I'm here in this strange city, country, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go see a movie by myself. Do you want to come with me? And then like they're always like, yeah, I'll come with you. So I never do see movies by myself. It is a delightful thing. You know how I think I've talked about it here before. How my favorite thing to do, especially when my kids were younger, was my Wednesdays while they were at school would just be my me time, and I would go out and I'd get my errands done or whatever, and then I would go and I would sit at a bar in a restaurant and eat lunch by yeah. myself and I'd get my little salad and I'd take a book or a magazine or I'd scroll my phone and it was so it was wonderful and occasionally I would go to a movie by myself and you get your popcorn and coke and you're just oh like gosh, in the zone I need to do that especially do that. movies that I know like my husband or my kids or whatever aren't gonna go see yeah I know and I haven't like last year I was so good about going to the movies in general I haven't gone to the movies much this year um Lincoln Daniel Day-Lewis, Tommy Lee Jones, Sally Field, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. You know. It was good. It I don't, was so good. I don't remember it being anything like... It was long. It's spectacular. What, it's, uh, it's two and a half hours. It was a long one. Oh, Hidden Figures. Now Great that's a fantastic movie. movie. And so good. So entertaining. True story. Yeah, it's one of these like true stories that we just kind of are learning about, right? Kind of like the Tulsa Massacre. Like We're just learning about some of this history of stuff that's like in our country that we didn't know was happening at the time. So you got Taraji P. Henson in that. Octavia Spencer is so good. Janelle Monae. Kevin Costner. Another Kevin Costner. Where did the Tulsa massacre come into? Oh, I'm just saying like figures. movie. Because those kind of, those stories kind of, I learned. I feel, I feel like, like you I hang about those on stories at the same to time. really, <laughs> really painful things. I'm, I'm, I look, do like. We're going to have a therapy session. Tragic real quick. stories. We're going to unload this a little bit. Tragic story. Okay. Therapy session. Tragic stories do stick with me. I, can, I mean, I think they stick with everyone. But like learning about something that's American history that we didn't know. I didn't know there were a whole bunch of African-American women that were behind the scenes at NASA. I had I, no idea. I only knew that because I read the book first. I had no idea the black millionaire row was bombed in Oklahoma. Like I had no idea. Um, I just feel like this is all kind of new history that we're hearing about that's old history, you know? Mm -hmm. So it just feels like there's this, uh, you know, sort of. Uh, we're In now making case, movies of these stories that we haven't yes, been told. I think it's good that those things are sticking with you. But some of them, I'm like, hey, girl, let's <laughs> throw that out. I know. I need to make some space for some happy in there. Things. <laughs> <laughs> I hold on to things. It's true. But I love stories. And these are stories. And I, I wonder, I think there might be. I mean, they're now making the Tulsa massacre like part of history finally in that state where they didn't before. It wasn't it, part of history. Is there a movie about that? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. That's why when I saw Hidden Fingers, I was like, I wonder if surely they're going to make that. Yeah, but 
But it's so cute now because now, now at school for like Wax Museum Day where our kids dress up as a different, they get to pick someone that's a hero, an American hero. They become a wax figure and someone pushes the button on them and they read back something mm-hmm. that they've memorized about that that person. A lot of them are being one of these hidden figures or, mm-hmm. you know, there's some there's just new characters in our American history, even if they're older, that, you know, people didn't know about. And we definitely didn't. We weren't these people. I mean, there's obviously also like gymnasts and, and you know, Olympians and stuff that have come up that our kids are being that we didn't grow up with because they're new to the um, sort of Olympic. Yeah. They're young, you know. It's but, happened in their lifetime or in ours. Yeah, but for something like this, you know, of course we know about John Glenn, but we didn't know about Katherine Johnson, Dorothy Vaughn, and Riker Mary was John Glenn for Halloween when he was three years old, and it was the cutest thing I have ever seen in my whole life. All of us, all of his people around him dressed up as the solar system. Oh. And I was gigantic pregnant with oh, the were twins. You? <laughs> Which it one was were you? Right before the twins were, were born. Were you Jupiter? Um, no, I think I was. What was I? I mean, you should have been Jupiter because you had the big. I had on this big dress and it had stars all over it. And we all wore bucket hats with Aww. like galaxy. Oh, so you were, maybe you're the Milky Way. Maybe so. Were you Mama Milky Way? But That'd I also made like sandwich boards of like planets <laughs> for everybody to wear. You're Miss Crafty. They were really cute. I should have come to you for our invention precious. convention. Yeah, you should have. I thrive. Oh, we did this invention thrive convention. I've never heard of this. All the elementary crafts. I had never heard of this before. And then last year, when you guys were in third grade and Tucker was only in second, I was hearing all about this invention convention. It put so much pressure on me. And for a year, I was like, I'm going to find an invention. And then I couldn't find one. And I ended up talking to Tucker. Tucker wanted to do something where you hold your iPad, but it has a snack tray underneath it. Cute. And I was like, that's cute. But like, it feels a little bit maybe done or it's like not cool enough. And then I just, at last minute, kind of was like, let me tell you what I did when I was a little girl. And I had done, I had had a shed with all of our family bicycles with five kids and two adults and baby seats and all this other stuff. There's bicycles in there and I could never get my bike out to ride to ballet or my friend's house. I would have to pull out three other bikes. My shins would get hit by the pedals, right? The, the, the handlebars are tangled in someone else's tire rim and, you know, you can't get it loose. And it would cause me so much frustration as a child. So I took my mom's Wheel of Fortune game and I put, she had a little pretend bike on like a bookshelf and I put that on there and I built a shed around and I was like, you're going to spin it, put the ramp down, and take your bike off. And so I told him about that, and he kind of liked it, and he did it, too. Ah. <laughs> so we shared. I see what you did there. About 30 years apart, we shared, maybe 40, we shared the same invention. The bike carousel. The bike. We called it, he called it the bike go round. Cute. Yeah. That's a good idea, too. Yeah, and Daddy helped him build it. His was made out of wood. I think mine was made out of cardboard. but <laughs> hey. Because I actually built mine. And then my parents help. These days, we're all doing everything for our kids. Uh, well, like I said, I thrive on elementary crafts. I get mad when they don't want me to I do it. I feel like you should get your own project and then the kids should get I mean, let me just tell you, if you have a kid in, going into the first grade this coming year and you're going to get to disguise a turkey and you need some awesome ideas. Disguise a tur- Wait, what? <gasps> like a real turkey? What do no, you know? it's like this cartoon coloring sheet turkey and your job is to disguise the turkey. Disguise so it doesn't get eaten for Thanksgiving. Turkey uh, on a a, a two dimensional yes turkey. So you costume it. Okay. And so we're dressing a turkey. I am calling it. I'm living my best life when I'm disguising turkeys. Are you serious? Oh, I kill at this game. Like what, what I've did made you do to it. Oh, Rikers. Uh, by the way, nothing more American than Thanksgiving. Nothing more. <laughs> uh, Rikers was a the Ghostbuster Slimer. Oh, yeah. I turned that turkey into Slimer, and it had, like, the no-go symbol behind him as the tail. What? It was awesome. I'm not quite understanding this. Can you and post this? And it had this? hands, 3D hands. Did you post this? I'm sure it's on my Instagram. I'm yeah. going to need to see this. And I'm then this year, confused. I did three of them because I had my two girls plus my nephew. Oh, my gosh. Of course you did. And so I did the queen and a corgi. I love that you don't even, like, try to get the kids involved. You just do it. You're just fully admitting that you do it right now. It's all right. They don't listen. Those teachers are already like. Oh, they totally do listen. Okay. <laughs> they okay. love you anyway. It's okay. We already graduated. Yeah, oh. you're good. So we're good. <laughs> it's July now. Huh. Mm-hmm. So I did the queen and a corgi and then I did Darth Vader. It was so good. And he was awesome. He had a lightsaber, which was like a glow stick bracelet that I like. You're funny. <sighs> you're cracking me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Star Wars is an American. Well, um, what is, what is your, what is, what would you say is your most American book? Mm. Okay. Are there any? 
Oh, there are so many. I can't think of any. There are so many. I mean, other than like biographies, obviously. I mean, we love a John Meacham, like American Lion about Jackson. I don't know. But that's typical. Like a biography. You can't call like an American biography. I feel biography. like a John Grisham novel oh, yeah, okay, or okay. like a Stephen King or something like that. Ooh, even though Stephen I don't really King like feels either. Very Americana. That's true. Those feel very American. I do love Stephen Daniel King. Daniel Steele. Okay. You know. Yeah, although I feel like they have like they look British, like the covers look British or something. Do <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. When I'm thinking Fourth of July, I'm thinking pie. Yep. Swimming. Watermelons. Movies because we used to go. It to always rains. We used to go to a Fourth of July party every yeah. year, and my mom would take a watermelon. She would do this cool thing. She would cut a hand. She would take the watermelon, cut it. She would, the big Make it old, a basket, the kind that used to be big. You guys, before we genetically bred them to be small and round and no seeds. We would take a big watermelon, giant watermelon. And make right? a picnic basket out of it. And make a picnic basket out uh-huh. of it. Cut the handle, open it up, scoop the inside out. But when we scoop the inside out, then we had to ball them. Uh-huh. So we would ball the watermelon. We would See? ball a cantaloupe and a, and a, and a uh, what's it called, honeydew. And so we'd have all these bits in back in the basket would be little balls of cantaloupe and watermelon. There's and, a bit of you that's Southern, whether you like to admit it or not. That's just Americana, girl. I don't know. That feels I mean, very you southern. You can be in Montana. You can be in and somebody's New bringing Mexico, a watermelon and basket. somebody's bringing a watermelon. My favorite, favorite summer thing to make because I don't cook a lot is um, watermelon salad with watermelon feta, feta, yes, um, mint, mint, a little bit of is it lemon juice? It's like lemon juice yeah, and all lime oil, I think. and salt. Yeah. Mm. Put a little of that on there. Oof, yummy, yummy. You're making oh, and little hungry. cherry tomatoes. You need cherry tomatoes too. Cut them in half. I I could eat a tomato all day long. But it has to be a real summer tomato. It has to have a lot of salt on it If it's me. pink, it's not happening. I'm sorry. It's not a real tomato. Summertime foods are a real thing. I'm almost there. My first blueberry turned blue this week. Yay. You got blueberries. Then you can put those in your watermelon basket when you go to the, yes. your 4th of July party. I've got mint coming out my ears. Ugh. So much mint. I know. You like to my grow mint. My tomatoes are getting there. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. How many are you in the apocalypse? I planted corn this year for the first time. Oh, that's that's a good one. That's a Fourth of July food. Yes, for sure. Corn on the cob. Yeah, corn on the cob. It's also a Thanksgiving food. I mean, go figure. Of course. We got some all-American stuff going I'm on. Trying new things. Well, I hope that you had a very lovely, lovely Independence Day, and I hope everybody has a safe and wonderful summer. Remember to get a DD, a designated driver, if you're out partying. Stand six feet away from any fireworks. Uh, at, at least. least. Yeah, don't light things in your front yard with kids around, please. I love those videos, though. I live for those videos. No, they make me People so scared. People doing dumb, dumb things. I'm, like, so scared. If you want to jump off a roof with an umbrella, that's your own thing. But don't go lighting fireworks around kids, okay? If you're going to do it, though, take a video, please. <laughs> make sure there's a GoPro or iRing somewhere <laughs> nearby watching the whole thing. Well, this has been a whole jumble of episode, but it it's has. been fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. And everyone, happy Independence Day. Bye.